So welcome to the HorrorCon Lounge. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kristen. And today we have a special guest. Um, his name is also Jeremy. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are? Hi, folks. Uh, my name is Jeremy Hirsch, and I am, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm an actor and producer. Um, I'm also a writer now, unofficially or officially. Got a uh, We'll talk about that later, but a movie filming right now that I helped write, so. Um, and and a horror fan. There we go. Our friend Xander, I know you guys have heard us talk about Xander before on the podcast, but Xander introduced us to Jeremy, and you are heavily involved in um, Macabre Mountain. What was your role in that? Not necessarily your acting role, but like <clears throat> that, but also what else did you do? Because you're pretty heavily involved in that. So I was I was a producer, an executive producer, um, helped provide funding, of course, for it, um, and really just you know talked to Xander a lot about things. Um, we really talked about a lot of stuff before the the movie started filming. He filled me in on a lot of stuff. We talked certainly during the filming when I was out there afterwards, just trying to um, you know craft. I don't want to say craft the film, sort of afterwards certainly craft the release of the film and how we're going to do especially all this stuff now with the release of the movie and the posters and all of that stuff and um, um, just you know he would bounce ideas off me sometimes and uh, he's a good guy I, I've gotten to know him over the last year or so yeah the other Jeremy and I have as well um, yes we're, we're executive producers too so but that's we just that's all we didn't we were supposed to be in it, but there was a little bit of miscommunication. So that was no part. Xander had no part in that. He's like, he was so mad when he found not, not mad, but like frustrated when he's like, what do you mean you were supposed to come and you didn't? And <laughs> it is what it is. You also have a company, um, Stag Mountain Films. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I started that also, I guess, about a year or so ago, basically to do film investing and to create, you know, a kind of a company and identity. I thought it might be a fun little side project and it's, it's grown into a bigger side project than I anticipated, <laughs> but that's not such a bad thing. Um, and it's, it's another way to, to just get involved and, and be a bigger part of making films. Awesome. What, Jeremy, uh this is going to be awful for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Should we do like Jeremy one and Jeremy two? Like... <laughs> my other co-host, do you have any questions? I don't want to keep. Well, no, go ahead. Go through your list and then I'll jump in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what made you want to get involved in the film industry? <clears throat> so there's an interesting side story, but. Um, going back, it's always been something I've been interested in. I mean, who doesn't grow up, you know, watching movies and wondering about how they're made and, and thinking, wow, it'd be really cool to be up there and doing all that stuff. And I was always very interested in sort of that behind the scenes stuff, you know, in the movies where you've got horror movies and people are killing each other or action things. And then, you know, people seem so friendly. I'm like, is that difficult to do to have a scene where you're yelling at somebody and then you go out and have lunch with them how does that all work and just sort of the whole process i've always been very interested in that and last year so going back you know to i'm going to say to may of 22 um my wife's birthday was coming up and she was going to be 45 and i thought you know what can be a fun special gift to get her for her and I just happened to see, I don't even remember how I came across it, but I came across uh, the Indiegogo campaign for, um, uh, for Devil's Night, which is a Mahal Empire film. And I thought, oh, it'd be fun to, to get her something on that. So I, I got her a, a virtual role, a remote role on that and, and an associate producer credit for it. I thought, oh, you know, that'll be fun. And that was really, sort of it. I thought, oh, maybe, you know, on some film, I'll take an associate producer role. And then when the Mahals had their next film coming up, um, which was Camp Pleasant Lake, um, that they were raising money for, 
Michael Mahal reached out to me and said, oh, would you like to get involved in this? And it just snowballed from there. And um, now and you're then, here. <laughs> yeah, and then when a few weeks later I contributed to Xander's Indiegogo campaign for Macabre Mountain, um, I had no intention of going to West Virginia to film it. Um, I just thought, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll take a producer credit and that'll be fun. And, and he reached out to me with an email and said, okay, let's talk about, you know, having you come down here and having a role. And I said, whoa, wait, what are we talking about here? And he said, well, you know, you're going to come to West Virginia, aren't you? I said, well, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> um, and I, I did, I went with my son and um, it was a great time. That's awesome. And that is really was... awesome. Oh, go ahead. No, I, you're about to say what I was about to say, so go ahead. No, I've done a lot of talking, you go. Well, so we first heard about it through Felissa Rose at That's one of the New Jersey Horror Cons. really what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard you. And, you know, I don't know about Kristen, but I didn't really know about the Indiegogo stuff at that time. I just remember Felissa's like, take a flyer. take a, Everybody take a flyer. This is a new movie I'm on. Everybody just take a flyer. Hand them out to your friends. This is... Macaw Mountain, y'all need to look out for it and donate. And we're like, Felissa, this was before we even knew Xander. We're like, girlfriend, like, chill out. We we have a flight. Like, relax. And she's <laughs> like, it's in West Virginia. Come film it with me. Everybody's invited. And we're like, oh my god. That, yeah, she was that sounds very much like Felissa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was trying to target the convention people specifically because she wanted, you know, if you've met Felissa, she's she's like a family oriented type person, just very energetic, very outgoing, very upbeat. She has a lot of positive energy. So when you're around her, I think a lot of people feed off of that. And even if you're having a rough day, it's very easy to, you know, have your spirits at least lifted being around her. And that was her focus. Like, I just want to have all these people that come to these shows and ultimately are total strangers that have become really good friends or like family and you know inter introduce them to that i guess film atmosphere that's that's what i took away from it from her but i wish that we knew about the indiegogo campaign prior because as kristen said we're executive producers for macabre mountain but we definitely would have been interested in doing even more with this particular film which is you know why we're excited today to t kind of talk to you and get some input on it and we'll get into the premiere and stuff that's coming up, but I don't know, just to hear your perspective and that you didn't even know you were going to go to West Virginia. Like I'm not surprised because that's just how Felissa have been. That's how Xander has been, at least from the experience that we've seen very open, you know, celebrities that are willing to help others out yes i guess is a good way of putting it yeah he he you know i would say a couple of weeks after i first contributed and we had some emails back and forth we did um we did a zoom call and um you know he was very much about creating an atmosphere and it was it was almost more about creating the atmosphere than the film or maybe equal just you know I think the idea was and I don't want to put words into his mouth or anything but the feeling I got there was that you know if you create a good atmosphere if you have good people on set you're going to create a good movie he's literally uh, told me before that um you know he doesn't want to make a good movie he wants to make a fun movie that people enjoy working on yeah. like that wasn't maybe a direct quote but essentially pretty much what you were just saying and even you know Robert Mukes was also in it too and you can tell just by I think Dave Sher yeah Dave Sheridan like all those people are just so fan friendly and it's like a big family and also people that aren't of that celebrity caliber like you the first time we met you you were so friendly and welcoming um our friend Bryn was in it too she's just a doll from the first time we met her we met her oh, Bryn, yep a couple years ago at Steel City and she was just a volunteer we had no idea who like she was just so nice you know so I can yep. tell that it was definitely a good experience working. And I'm sad that we missed out on that, but I'm looking forward to the next thing that we can all work on together. Yeah. Um, yeah pr first off, Bryn is great. Um, I obviously spent a couple of days on set getting to know her um, in West Virginia. And then it was nice to see her again uh, a week or week and a half ago at the uh, NJ Horror Con. Um, 
yeah, it, it really feels like a lot of people met on set and just became great friends and like family. I mean, it really was a family type of set. Um, even, you know, when we ate dinner together, it was, uh, it was catered. I mean, the food, I have to say the food was absolutely fantastic. Like it was, it was beyond fantastic. Um, and just everybody sitting at tables and just sitting down like a family and eating. And it was, it was kind of a great feeling overall where you just really felt connected to everybody. It was, it was my first time on a film set and I feel like in some ways I was kind of spoiled a little bit by it. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But, Good so, for you. I thought, oh, is, is everything like this? This is amazing. Um, That's awesome. So have you seen any of the like final drafts or anything of the movie or are you going to see it with us for the first time October 13th? Other than a few behind the scenes pictures and the, uh, the trailer that was on Indiegogo, I have not seen it. Okay. I've, I've heard good things, um, but I have not seen it. I don't know if I'll get a chance or if they'll let me see it ahead <laughs> of time. Um, I don't even know if I want to. Part of me kind of wants to go into it blind and just see it for the first time along with everybody else. Right. So how do you determine which um, movies that you want to invest in or contribute to, like going into it blind, how do you determine what, I don't want to say what's going to be worth your money, but like what projects you want to invest in. I know for Jeremy and I, we did it because we wanted to support Xander and Felissa. Like those are our friends. So that's why we did it. So, I mean, we've seen Xander's previous work as well, but do you always like know somebody in relation to like the production team, I don't know how I'm trying to word this, but how do you determine what you want to invest in or put your name attached to? So that's a good question. I think I would say I'm a little more particular now than I was before, just because, you know, you can't just keep throwing money at things over and over again. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but really the, the idea is still the same and it's um, looking at movies that, seem interesting that I would want to see. So something that, you know, may or may not have a big name in it, that's not necessarily a pull if it could have nobody in it. But if the idea is good, and it seems like a good plot, if somebody has a good write up on on Indiegogo, they really, they sell it. I mean, that's really what you're doing is you're selling your product. And if they sell it really well, um, I go, okay, you know, throw a little bit of money at it. and. And really, you know, people think that it takes tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to get involved in a movie, and it really doesn't. I mean, it can be a few hundred dollars, it'd be less than that. But, but really, you know, especially with a lot of these independent films, they're, they're relatively low budget, a few hundred dollars, and, you know, you've got a producer role, you know, maybe a little bit more than that, and, and you can act in the film, you know, depending on the perks that they have. And it's, it's, I don't want to say it's an inexpensive way because even a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but it's, it's a relatively, we'll say inexpensive way. And it's accessible for a lot of, a lot more people than obviously a big budget film would be where you're just not going to have that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Um, I'm so excited. Like Xander told us when we did the executive producer credit, he's like, yeah, you guys will get your name on the poster and everything. And I think at the New Jersey HorrorCon, I remember the other Jeremy, like, looking at the poster and he's like, oh, our names are actually on there. Like, that's crazy. And so, like, we signed our friends' posters that day and I'm missing your signature on my end, of course. But I walked past your table twice. The one time you were eating and I'm like, I'm not going to disturb him while he's eating. And then the next time you weren't there. So you were probably at the other Macabre Mountain <laughs> you, table. I'm sure I was. And you can always bother me while I'm eating. It's okay. So I, I know we wanted I to steal your pretzel when we first saw you. I know. <laughs> That's fine, it, you know. So I remember everything at the table the was free. <laughs> <laughs> um, I signed the poster and I took a picture and I sent it to my dad, and he's like. Oh my god like that's so cool i'm so proud of you kid i i want one i'm gonna hang it on my wall and then ever since then i have an extra 11 by 17 and i have an 8 by 10 
And I asked him, I'm like, what size? He's like, no, I want like the actual movie poster. I'd have a spot picked out. And I'm like, I don't have a full size movie poster for you. Like, but he's like, I have a spot picked out exactly where I'm going to put it. So whatever size you get me, I know where I'm going to put it. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Like my name is like this big on the poster, but all right. You know, so I'm waiting um, for my 11 by 17 that I'm going to give to him is only signed by Xander. And then I'm going to wait for Jeremy to come over and me and Jeremy will sign it and frame it and give it to my dad. So he's so, so excited, but I never thought like that we would be a part of something like this, you know? And you should bring it to the premiere and we'll all sign it. There you go. I don't, I feel so bad making you guys sign a million posters for me. Not, let, <laughs> let me tell you. So, so a little behind the scenes thing. Um, during the filming, so my son and I were there and and uh, they had other posters that everybody signed and I don't know what Xander's got going on with those and also um, it's DVD and Blu-ray cases, obviously not with the DVDs or Blu-rays in them yet, of course, but the, the cases and we signed those and there must have been 200 or something of each and so trust me, signing a couple more after that was... <laughs> We have, we have pictures of the two of us, my son and I, signing all these things in the stacks of DVD cases and, and the posters and everything like that. It was, um, it was a lot of signing. It took us a while, but it, it was fun to do. It was exciting to think like, wow, I'm signing these things. I know. That's crazy. So I, um, I love the metal posters yep. that are going to be there. And I can't obviously wait to buy a DVD as well, but the metal posters look so cool. So let's talk, before I get into this, Jeremy, do you have the other Jeremy wearing the Monster Mania shirt? Do you have, <laughs> you're not demoted to the other Jeremy. <laughs> the co-host of the show is the other Jeremy. Yes. Any other Thank questions? You. Like, I'm yeah, sure I have one. Like... Yeah, no, I have one specifically. So, you know, within, I'd say the last maybe two years, I think indie films have really taken a bigger step forward than maybe they were. I know they were out there and, you know, if you did some digging, you can find them. But do you think a movie like Terrifier 2, um, you know, really helped the indie industry? Or do you think that it was already gaining steam even before that kind of had the success that it did? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, without being like a real insider and knowing all little details. I, I think I would say that having the indie film industry growing helped Terrifier 2 become the monster hit that it was. But I also think that Terrifier 2 is helping push the indie film industry as well. Um, I, I think that it's feeding off of each other there. And of course, Terrifier 2 had a base there before from a prior movie it wasn't just a you know something that came out of left field um right it did have that but yeah i think you know in that and and of course marketing and uh all of that they had a good product and sometimes lightning just strikes you know something like yeah. which project you know was, i was gonna say that was another one that was a big hit yep absolutely no, I was just curious, and I like your answer a lot, because I think you're right. I think that, you know, the indie um, industry was, you know, gaining some traction, but something like Terrifier 2 really now has helped it not only get on a bigger scale, I guess you could say, but now it's kind of here to stay, I think. And you're only going to continue to see it blossom, I hope, anyway, because, you know, people like yourself, me, Kristen... This is how we can now be a part of something, as Kristen said earlier. So definitely and, go ahead. I was gonna say, and with crowdfunding, uh, Kickstarter and Indiegogo, and I, there's one, I think it's called Seed and Spark, or, you know, and, and however many other things that are out there, um, they make it far more accessible. As I was saying earlier, you know, you can reach, you know, tens of thousands, millions of people potentially. But yep. even if you, you know, if you get a thousand people to put in 50 bucks each you know, or 50 people to put in a thousand bucks you've yeah. raised a lot of money and it's more money than a lot of independent films were getting five years ago um yeah. and and of course there's better technology now people you know can use their phones to make films you don't need 
you know, $50,000 worth of equipment to make a movie. It's, it's a lot easier to do that. It's a lot easier to do special effects and so forth. Um, I think all of that helps push it along. Well, and it's a lot easier to find people as well now, right? I mean, you think back even maybe 10, 15 years ago before the internet was as big as it was, some of these roles would have been a lot more difficult to fulfill because you would have had to put in newspaper ads or magazine articles or whatever the case may be, email, tell a friend, telephone, whatever. Whereas now you can just, like you said, post that campaign and you've reached millions of people that might have interest. Yep, absolutely. And and you've got people saying, wow, I can be in a movie. Yeah. Amazing, you know, and and it's not $5, but it's also not $5 million. It's, you know, you can go and do it. And, and, uh, you know, especially I think if you live, I see a lot of things out West, California, Las Vegas, um, but even on the East coast. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of roles out there for people. Um, Agreed. It's all good. I love, even aside from the roles, I love, you know, Indiegogo and Kickstarter, the wide availability of perks, you know, like you were saying, it could be anything from $5 to hundreds of dollars, you know, anything. And it ranges from, you know, I, I know, I believe you've contributed to Crust as well, right? Yep. And, and I, uh, uh, Stag Mountain Films is a uh, production company on that, I believe too. Nice. So I know Jeremy and I did multiple um, perks for that. So Jeremy, I think you got the signed poster. Yeah. And we have our podcast logo that we submitted for the t-shirt design contest. We ultimately weren't picked, but Jeremy's other podcast was picked. So you've got a little logo in crust, him and his friend Rob. So that's exciting. Um, but I also have like the signed eight by tens and stuff. So there's, I like how there's so many different ways to get involved from anything down to, you know, a special thanks or executive producer or starring in the film. I just love the wide range of things. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I've got a a shelf here, the bookshelf covered with books and it's starting to get covered with um, props, movie props. There you Uh, go. So, so for instance, uh, I actually just today picked up um, a skull from a a movie that just finished filming and the, the it's a sequel. And so I have a a signed skull from the first one. So now I've got the skull from the second one and it's, it's kind of fun stuff. Of course, my wife looks at it and goes, what is all this stuff doing here? Like I've got a backpack there from, um, from watchdog, which just came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've got a bunch of other things from other horror movies. It's just, you know, props that are sitting there and it's, it's kind of a fun thing. That's awesome. Um, I know when I was doing the crust one, I was trying to, not so much a prop, but I was debating between the signed eight by 10 or the signed sock. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to do the signed sock, but ultimately I went with the eight by 10. So, you know. Yeah, I think um, I'm getting on that a roach figure. Oh, those Sean are awesome. Bell-Ling roach, yeah, in uh, People Under the Stairs. So, um, I'm looking forward to getting that. Yeah, those were awesome. Those were awesome. I, I'm jealous of you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's and that's one of the things with the campaigns that, and I know Xander takes it really seriously with making sure the perks are fulfilled. Um, you do hear horror stories, no pun intended, yeah. um, about people who run Indiegogo campaigns and don't fulfill the perks. Um, and right. that's, that's bad for everybody. That's bad for the industry. It's bad, you know, all around. And I know Xander takes it really seriously. There was actually one day, um, we were in West Virginia. My son and I went to a, a Walmart that was just outside of town and we ran into Xander and he was there, you know, picking up picture frames and things like that, all things that went with various perks that people had. And he was just, you know, working on getting all that stuff together to, to fulfill all those perks. So I know that's, that's really important to him. And it's really important to a lot of, you know, these the producers and directors and so forth, the people who make these films, because they know that, you know, if you get a reputation for not doing that, you're not going to get funding. Just yeah. He's done a few Q and A's. And one of the things I always loved about Xander when hearing him speak during those, um, he's mentioned that every single penny raised throughout the campaign has gone into the movie, the actors, 
or to support the staff in whatever was needed and that nothing went in his pockets. And it just, to me, speaks to the person that he is, the passion that he has, and what you're actually gaining when you support something that he works on. Absolutely. I I, I can't speak, I'm not going to speak for every Indiegogo person, but I will say that for for Xander, he is incredibly generous, um, truly, uh, and incredibly hardworking with all this, takes it very, very seriously. And you're absolutely right. He, you know, look at the catering. I mean, he could have spent half that and it would have been great catering. I don't know what he spent, but I'm <laughs> telling you, it was a lot of money on the catering and it was fantastic. And, you know, you think, oh, well, who cares about the catering? Let me tell you. You care about the catering on a film set. Um, it, makes, it makes a difference. And um, uh, I've heard from a lot of people that, you know, you feed your actors well and they're going to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> happy actors equal happy movie. Yep. And it just, it makes it, it makes it a more enjoyable set. And you just, you, you want to be a part of it even more. Yeah. Agreed. So Kristen, let's get into some macabre mountain stuff. Yeah. I actually... That's what I was pulling up on my phone. I wasn't looking at the camera. Um, <laughs> let's talk. The reason why Xander brought us together, obviously, Macabre Mountain, we've talked about it nearly every episode on our pod podcast, like, even if it's just in passing. Um, let's talk about the East Coast premiere because I it's not too late to be a part of Macabre Mountain. If you, even if you don't have you know a role in the film or you couldn't, do anything on the Indiegogo it's not too late you can purchase tickets to the premiere Absolutely. I know Jeremy Squared and myself will be there Xander yep. will be there so Jeremy can you um tell us all about the East Coast premiere for Macabre Mountain all the details that our listeners need to know that me Jeremy the other Jeremy you, Jeremy <laughs> you're the expert on this so um so I've got to look at all the details here because it but it's um, we're going to have the, the 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 first night is going to be Friday the thirteenth. Um, that is awesome, by the way. <laughs> we, you know, we I can't tell you how many weeks we spent just debating the the night of it. What you know, when, when is it going to be? We don't want it too close to Halloween. We want to do a time that you know we'll get people there and stuff, um, but close enough to Halloween that it's you know people in that mood. Um, but it's going to be Friday the thirteenth at the Cranford Theater in Cranford, New Jersey, um, uh, which is a, a small theater. It's a small independent theater in town. Um, red carpet is going to start at around 5.30 and the showing is going to be around 6.30. Um, the movie's about an hour and a half long. We are, we're, we're working out, we're trying to work out details of doing a Q&A afterwards or doing something after the showing, but we'll, we'll let you guys know more about that later. Um, so that's Friday the 13th in Cranford. And then Saturday the 14th, uh, which was not as good a movie as Friday the 13th. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. <laughs> but uh, No, it was God, was that like early to mid 80s or something like that. It was uh, it was a long ago. I think it was Richard Benjamin and Paul Apprentice, I want to say it was I loved it as a kid watching it now. It's it's a little cringe, but but I enjoyed it then. Um, so Saturday the 14th is going to be at um, the theater at the village at SOPAC, which is the South Orange Performing Arts Center. Um, and it's in South Orange. Um, and that's going to be two around 215 red carpet and 315 showing. Um, and again, for that, we may be doing something before or afterwards with Q&A or that sort of thing. Um, and we'll we'll get those details nailed out. Um, the we're calling them premiere passes, not tickets. Passes. They are the greatest thing. Sorry to cut you off. They are. I just love them. I haven't stopped looking at them. They are amazing. They're actual physical tickets, and they're so amazing. Physical well, tickets. We we've got the the macabre mountain logo. We've got. They're all in color. They're you know they're limited. They really, you know, they're numbered. Um, they are uh, limited edition. You can frame it, you can keep it, whatever. You know, it's not a rip-off ticket or anything like that. So, um, yeah, they're they're very cool looking. 
They're amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, you know, that's something, and Xander and I actually got to talk about this a little bit, but one of the biggest nostalgia things for me was I always saved all my ticket stubs if I went to a concert, if I went to a sporting event, you know, whatever it was, I'd stick them in a shoebox or whatever the case may be. And, you know, there are some things that social media, internet, electronics are great for, but there's some things that, in my opinion at least, have been ruined, and tickets are one of them. I absolutely love the Macabre Mountain tickets that you guys have. So whoever did that, great job, great design, great work. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, I used an online site and then uh, to develop to design and everything, and then um, my brother-in-law actually owns a um, uh, printing and shipping store uh, in town, and he printed them all up for me and everything like that, and did a fantastic job and. And so thank you. Yeah, we, you know, Xander and I thought that that would be a great thing to have, you know, physical tickets that people could hold on to as a memento of it. So yeah. I agree. And it's not, it's not cheap cardboard either. It's very thick, solid paper stock. So you could tell a lot of effort went into that. I'm, I'm glad that you appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad that they're a hit. <laughs> it's nice. Um, yeah, so the passes are uh, are thirty dollars, um, and we're gonna have T-shirts available for twenty dollars, and then the metal posters, Kristen, that you mentioned earlier, um, which are very cool. I mean, you, I know you guys saw them at the uh, um, at the HorrorCon. We're gonna have the regular poster for forty, and the brushed metal, the regular metal for forty, and the brushed metal for forty-five, but um, and I'm allowed to say all this stuff about all the pricing and everything, right? I mean, yeah, no, that's what I'll keep, I'll keep going. I, um, so, so those are the prices, but, um, if you buy, we have a package. So if you do the, um, uh, the, if you've just one person for the premier pass, the t-shirt and the brushed poster combo is $85. So it's $10 savings over buying everything separately. And with the uh, the pass, the T-shirt, and the regular metal poster, it's eighty dollars. So it's saving again ten dollars. Um, and for two people, it gets even better if you've got two people. Um, two passes, two T-shirts, and one brushed poster are until September eighteenth, one hundred and fifteen dollars. So basically, you're getting. Um, you're basically getting a t-shirt, second t-shirt for free with all of that. Um, the price will be 125 after September 18th. And package two is two passes, two t-shirts, and one regular metal poster for $110. Again, after September 18th, it's going to be 120 after. Um, and if anybody wants, if you purchase a package and then you want a second metal poster, because really the metal posters are absolutely awesome. Um, it'll be 35 for the brushed metal and 30 for the regular metal. So that's $10 savings on those. Um, and we will have DVDs and Blu-rays and T-shirts and things like that all for sale at the premiere, like on site. Yes. And just so everybody knows, Kristen and I actually shared this information as well in the HorrorCon Lounge. So if there's any questions, reach out to us or reach out to Jeremy. Um, and we'll get you any answers that you need. But that info is all in the group as well. Just want to let everybody know. Yeah. I've been... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can either message me on Facebook or um, email me at Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at yep. stagmountainfilms.com. And I want to say that I'm really glad that you spelled Jeremy properly. <laughs> You're glad my mom did, but, or my parents. <laughs> But every now and then I, I run into it with a G or an I or like sometimes and, like an A in there. And and I'm like, yes, yes, I agree. Come on. You guys are too funny. Yeah, every time I've shared this information since we brought we bought our premiere I can't talk. Premiere tickets like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago at the um New Jersey Horror Con, I've been sharing the information and saying, you know. If you want to join Jeremy and myself at this premiere, DM me for more info. But like, really, Jeremy Hirsch is your point person. I would just, if you DM me, I'd 
point you in his direction and give you his email. So really, you can just go straight to the source now. Um, so that was Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y at stagmountainfilms.com. Message him and get your premiere passes. Yes, but, but yeah, I mean, anybody, if they if they reach out to you guys, just send them my way. Yep. Um, absolutely. I'm happy, you know, it, it, people can pay with cash if they're local. Venmo, um, Zelle, they'll probably figure out PayPal, whatever. Yeah. Perfect. Good. So I am super excited for this premiere, but what, and I asked Sandra this, so I, I don't know if you know, or if it's still being decided, what is the dress code for this premiere? Is there, <laughs> so can I dress up or are we just, what, what's no, the deal? No, so the dress code, and this is something that Xander and I talked about and, and he, he said really, and I agree that it's, you know, come however you want to come. If you want to put on a suit and tie, if you want to do that, go for it. If you want to, you know, cause it's Halloween, it's two weeks before Halloween. If you want to dress up as your favorite character in a movie, go ahead and do that. Um, it's however, you know, you're, we're going to have the red carpet. We're going to have the step and repeat wall, which I know you guys saw at the horror con there. Um, we're going to have all that stuff, pictures taken, um, however you want to be seen and see people. That's how you should come. Okay. I don't know what I'm wearing yet. We're, we're trying to figure that out. My wife just asked me the other night, what are you wearing? I said, I don't know. I got to figure it out. <laughs> I did order a dress. It didn't come yet. So we'll see if it fits or not, but we'll see. It's not like a prom dress or anything, but... <laughs> I like to dress up when I can, so I'm like, Absolutely. Well, this might be a good reason to, but if everyone else is like, we're wearing our Macabre Mountain t-shirts and, and take one for the team and wear my Macabre Mountain t-shirt. Xander was so upset when I went to New Jersey HorrorCon and I wasn't wearing it. He's like, where is it? You got to get another one. And I'm like, no, I already have two. And he's like, well, you need three. And I'm like, Xander, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not wearing it because I wear them all the time. I'm like, they are both dirty because I literally wore it the past two days. Like they're, so you need a third one. I said, Sander, Sander, no, I don't need a third one. I wear them all the time everywhere else. I didn't wear it because I knew Jeremy was going to be wearing his. And I'm like, the, you guys are promotion is yourself, good. You know, so. Well, you I, also, she had an inside. So my other podcast that she referenced earlier talks about music. And she wore the shirt that Sean had the lead i think where in oh am i allowed to say that i don't even know yeah why not we already said it on our rebecca kennedy interview oh good perfect okay yeah so <laughs> i don't want to get anybody in trouble anyway Kristen wore the shirt that rebecca kennedy is wearing in the film crust so she wanted him to see if he noticed it oh very nice yeah um yeah no look wear the macabre mountain shirts we we, you know, everybody in my family has them. Um, people wear them all over. Um, it's, uh, you know, we try and promote it. Actually, when yeah. in, in February, when I was in Las Vegas filming um, Alien Storm, uh, I walked onto the set and there was a guy wearing a macabre mountain shirt. Oh my goodness. And he was somebody who had been on set, I guess the week before I was there. So, uh, so I hadn't met him, but it was just it was kind of fun to just see here I am, you know, a couple of months later and 2,500 mm -hmm. miles away and here's somebody wearing a macabre mountain shirt. Yeah, absolutely. I try to wear them. I, I mean, I wear them all the time, but I also try to wear them like places where I didn't wear it to New Jersey Horrorcon because I knew you guys would be there and being promoting it already. So I wear mine like out to Dorney Park and to other horror conventions that I know Xander can't make it to, you know, and people do ask. They're like, what is, what does your shirt say? What is that? Well, you wore so it excited. at Steel City? Oh, that's okay. That was the other one. And someone yeah. asked there, you know, what, what is that? Even at the New Jersey Horror Con, Marika Olivo, um, I don't know how you say her last name, but from the Friday the 13th remake was asking Jeremy about his shirt and he's like oh what is what is that and we're like we pointed at Xander's table she's like oh my god I'll have to check it out so she was like super interested so that's great I, you know we we all appreciate all of that you know and, and all the promotion for it it's uh it's really fantastic you know and it it makes me feel good just knowing that people are out there promoting it and um 
you know, I, I hope it gets a really good reception from people. I think it will. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I know I, I, I can't excited. wait. Because we kind of stumbled on his first movie after we met him, the met Xander the first time around. What, what was it? Murder Academy or something? Massacre Academy. Academy. Massacre Academy. There you go. And we were surprisingly shocked at how good the movie was. Yep. It didn't feel cheap. It didn't feel you know lame. It had a storyline. It had good acting, and we fell in love with it immediately and we were like, we definitely want to, you know, support this person because he's putting a good product out there, at least from what we saw in that first movie. Yeah. Massacre Academy is a good movie. I hadn't seen it until, um, the, what was it the end of March, the horror con in Atlantic city and they had mm-hmm. a screening of it there. Um, and we watched it and my son and I both were like, wow, this is really pretty good. So, yep. uh, we, well, I was going to say we we bought a copy of it. I, Xander refused to take the money for it, but <laughs> yeah, <he does laughs> which again, that's, that's Xander, but um, Xander being let, Xander, let me yeah. buy the DVD. Let me buy the copy of this. I want, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's uh it's a good movie. So, and the, and, and, you know, I hope Xander keeps making movies. Look, I, I'd love for him to do a movie every year. I don't know if he wants to do a movie every year. Maybe too much for him. But, yeah, he'd um, lose all his hair. He'd be going crazy. And I, I know he's, he and I have talked a little bit about something, you know, uh, in 2024. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, and maybe a, uh, a Macabre Mountain 2. Yeah. There you go. Well, I, I know I love Kristen. And... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we'll definitely be supporting going forward because Xander, he's really left an impression on us and he's become, you said it earlier, but a really good friend over these last six months to a year. You know, someone that we knew absolutely nothing about and just got introduced to just from talking about movies. And he's become what I would say a really good friend. So he's a good guy. He's a good person. Um you know, he's he's somebody who I would definitely endorse for people getting involved with. You know, you you're not going to get led astray. You're not going to get screwed over. I can say that. Right. Um, you know, he's gonna if he tells you he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Um, he's a good guy. Yeah, we've seen that for sure. And he has a he puts together a, a good set and a good cast and crew. I mean, just what he yeah, did on but- Macabre Mountain was fantastic. That definitely shows, like I said, not even the celebrities, but even the, like having people like Brennan stuff. And I met Mary for the first time and she was so welcoming. Just everybody is so nice. Mary was like the, the set mom, I guess people were to her. <laughs> I definitely I mean, get that vibe. She's, she's such a good person. She really is. And, and um, really kind of did, you know, a little bit of everything on the set. Um, and also will you, were you guys there when I was talking about like probably one of my favorite memories from set um, when she was she was driving around Robert Mukes and you know he's he's six foot ten he's huge he's absolutely gigantic and Mary had this little car I mean you know a four-door car but tiny I don't remember what kind it was and there he is in the front seat with the seat pushed all the way back and he's still like kind of scrunched in there and just seeing him i wish i so wish i had a picture of that i don't but that mental image though is the mental image is in my head forever of seeing him there in the front seat of her car and just and and not complaining about it just and and seeing him kind of fold out of the car (laughs) you know it's Have, have you ever seen the original police academy yes do you remember when Officer Hightower rips out the the seat and then like oh. drives from the back seat? Yep, that was the first thing that came to my mind when he said that. Just yeah. knowing how tall he is and how big he is, I don't know how he goes on airplanes. Right. Any of these guys, I mean, you know, anybody who's been in an airplane bathroom knows, like, you know, anything over like six one, oh, and he's six foot ten, and but he is. He is the nicest guy. I'll say that he was, I'm not going to give too much away, but he, I shared my first scene in any movie with him. And oh, wow. he, he was absolutely wonderful. 
Um, he was very warm, very generous with his time, with his advice. Um, I don't know if somebody told him or if he heard whatever. And, you know, he said, wait a minute, Jeremy, this is your first scene? I said, yes. He goes, all right, hold on. Let's, let's talk about things. Let's go over things. And, and he just, after each take, he was really, again, generous with his advice. And, you know, they were like, oh, we're losing the light. We got to film. He goes, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to Jeremy here. We're going through the scene. We're going to talk about this and, and go over everything. And um, he really made the experience memorable, but also very comfortable. Um, I really felt I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. I felt completely comfortable. Like, okay, he's talking to me. We're going over this stuff. I can do this. That's amazing to hear. I love Robert. I was it's very pleasantly surprised the first time I met him. He's just like a giant teddy bear. I just, I adore him. So, and I'm very intrigued. Like I said, I love the trailer that's on um, Indiegogo for Macabre Mountain and his, and I don't, I don't actually know if it was in the trailer or not. Maybe it was, or maybe it was a photo, but I'm intrigued to see more of his character because I get a pretty good idea of Phyllis's character and Dave's character, like their personas and stuff. But I'm, I'm excited to see more of Robert and even more so now that I know you're in a scene with him. I can't wait to see. I'm so excited. Uh, yes, there, there was, again, I'm not going to give anything away and I don't know what the final cut is, but I know from talking to Xander, I'm just going to say something. There's something very cool at the end of that scene um, that happened and it was caught on film and it was one take. I mean, it was just, it happened. There's, I don't think there's any way we could have filmed that again if we had wanted to or tried to, and it just, it was kind of a very cool ending to the scene that happens. And on set, we were all like, oh my gosh, like that it was, it was just, it was perfect. So That's... I'm not gonna give anything away, but it's just, it's like a little, a very cool little thing that happens and it was not planned to happen that way. But the fact that it happened was awesome. That's so exciting. I feel like some of the best takes come from those things that aren't necessarily, you know, that are just a once you can't make that happen again. Yep. So now I'm going to be thinking about that every day for the next month and a half. So <laughs> thanks a lot. I could, I guess I could tell you off, <laughs> yeah. off camera and off, off the podcast. No, but, make um, me I wait for it. Away. What a be a surprise. It, it's just, and, and, you know, people might not even know if you're just watching it. But I'm telling you, it was, it was not planned. It just happened. And it, that's amazing. It was one take and that was it. Just All right. Cool. So my co-host, Jeremy, do you have any other questions for him before we wrap up? Nope. So Thank you for joining us. For almost an hour. Thank yeah. you for having me. This was my first podcast. So I don't know, <laughs> I, we're so excited I don't know if it'll be my last podcast or if I'm going to start a trend. We'll see. Hey, <laughs> we hope go. to start a trend. And we hope to have you back for your future films that you either invest in or you said you were writing. So hopefully we'll see something from you in the future. Can you tell us anything about that? Or is that, are you trying to keep it under wraps? No, absolutely. So a um, couple of things coming up. Um, I told you that I worked, uh, I, I've done a number of films with uh, Sonny and Michael Mahal. I don't know if you've seen any of their films out they do you know they're like the kings of indiegogo they've raised several million dollars for movies they've done i think like 15. um wow. they get they get you know i would say big name actors they i i when i was out in las vegas doing alien storm i had a scene with tom arnold which was a lot okay. of fun um and uh camp pleasant lake which is a, a movie that i also produced and Stag Mountain Films is a part of that. Um, there's going to be big news coming out about that soon. I'm not going to, I know things, but I'm not going to say too much. But, but we have Camp Pleasant, Camp Pleasant Lake. It's got Jonathan Lipnicki and Bonnie Ahrens, whose her film, The Nun 2, is coming out in like a week and a half. Like next week, yep. is, I think. Yeah, um, it might actually be out when this comes out, because I think it comes out on September 8th. September 8th. Okay, yep. Yeah, so... Uh, so she's Andrew Devoff. It's got Michael Paré. Um, it's got a great cast, and it's directed by Tom Walton, who did a great job. And um, a film that I'm doing also with um, with Tom, who's part of Los Angeles Studios, 
is called Beneath the Shadows. And that was something that I helped, uh, I helped write and helped develop. And um, they're filming it right now out in California. Um, That's exciting. So it's Beneath the Shadows. It's going to be a, uh, it's not a horror movie. It's more of a, like a suspense thriller, I would say. Jeremy and I say all the time on the podcast, like we, we are a horror convention podcast, but we do love a good thriller. Like thriller is like, I associate almost thriller and horror almost is the same thing. It's just like a different type of subgenre. but I love thriller yep. movies. So that's exciting. And I would say that most horror movies are thrillers, although oh, yeah. not all thrillers are horrors. That, that's very true. That'd be great. Yep. So we'd like to extend the same offer that we give to Xander and we, Sean and Rebecca. If there is any um, type of Indiegogo that you want our help promoting, send us the link. We love to support Indiegogos. And if it's something like sometimes I'm not financially capable of doing it, but we do have our group, the HorrorCon Lounge. We have a lot of horror enthusiasts in there movie enthusiasts in general like you said beneath the shadows isn't really a horror but it's still something they might be interested in if there's any indiegogos that you want us to share just pass those links on over to us and we'd be happy to promote them for you thank you i will do that um yeah i will say um beneath the shadows we did not do through indiegogo um but it's entirely possible if not probable that in the future we will do things like that so through indiegogo so i appreciate yeah. that thank you Anytime you need help promoting anything, just reach out to Jeremy or myself and we'd be happy to help you. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. And likewise, you know, if you guys hear of something that you think, wow, that's a really great film. And especially, I, I will say, especially if it's in like the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Delaware area, you know, some, area. <laughs> some, right, somewhere locally here, um, I, you know, I, I'd love to be able to support and help out in whatever way I can local absolutely so awesome thank you so much for your time it's thank you almost we've i think we've been on for almost an hour but i am looking forward to seeing you again on october 13th for the east coast macabre mountain premiere and once again if anybody missed it those tickets are 30 dollars for the premiere and it is in Cranton, New Jersey? Cranford. Cranford. Cranford on Friday the 13th and in South Orange on Saturday the 14th. Okay. So please reach out to Jeremy at stagmountainfilms.com. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. If you would like a premiere ticket and we hope to see some of our listeners there as well, but I'm excited to see you again and I'll bring my I'm poster for you to sign. Thank you yes. so much for your time. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Have Jared. a good night. Thank you too. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.